Welcome to Leading Behind the Scene. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Young, the go-to business and operations consultant for six-figure CEOs who are ready to greet their next level of growth. And I'm ready to share tools, strategies, and tips to help you excel in your business and your life. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, be sure to join me each Thursday. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rate and review. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, 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 everybody. It's your girl Gwendolyn here from your virtual admin expert and welcome to Leading Behind the Scene, your weekly dose of inspiration to equip you to excel in business and life. So it's that time of year when everybody starts talking about setting goals. And we know one of those goals typically always resolves around losing weight, getting fit, eating better, all the things, health and wellness, right? So I am super glad to be talking about it this month because health and wellness is so crucial to entrepreneurship and you're being able to carry out the vision and the mission of your organization. So today I am chatting with Fanny Dillingham. She is the proud mom of three sons and the founder of Create Your World, a health and wellness organization that promotes physical, mental and emotional well-being. Fanny is living her lifelong dream of giving back to the youth as a high school physical education and nutrition teacher. Once living a very unhealthy lifestyle, it was Fanny's personal health journey that inspired her to help others take better care of their health as it relates to proper nutrition and exercise. And she's going to tell us about that journey in one minute, y'all. She is a personal trainer, group fitness instructor, and online fitness trainer for the Create Your World 30-Day Shred program, the creator of the popular health drink, Create Your World, infused detox water, and to-go powders. So let's jump in. Say hi to the people, Fanny. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me, Gwen. I'm happy to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to hear your spin on health and wellness and why it's important for entrepreneurs But first, tell us about your journey and how you even came to creating Create Your World. How did all that come about? Well, well, I'll start. Yeah, start at the beginning. So I wasn't always unhealthy. It I kind of ended up in that place. I was having some personal challenges in my life. I was in a, a pretty challenging relationship. And in that relationship, I developed some unhealthy eating habits as a way to comfort me because I was terribly unhappy, ended up, you know, just having a lot of low self-esteem. And the only thing that was happy for me was food. And so Little did I know I was developing a, a, an eating disorder. Wow. So I looked up and I was almost 300 pounds and also, you know, dealing with my own personal issues inside that relationship. And so I just kept trying to lose the weight. I couldn't lose it. I It seemed like it came on overnight, but it didn't. It was it was it was over the years. And so because I was an athlete in, in high school, in elementary school, in my young adult years, that's what ended up happening. So I tried time and again to drop the weight, doing at-home videos, nothing seemed to work, tried to get a trainer at the gym. 
the trainers wasn't, weren't so nice to me, um, hurt my feelings oh, pretty wow. bad. I was already in a bad place of, you know, just being embarrassed and being overweight, going to the gym, asking somebody to help me lose weight as if I didn't know that it was on me to have some pushback, you know, some self-control, but I thought somebody else could help me do it. Went to the gym, trainers weren't so friendly. They weren't compassionate enough. You know, they, of course, they're not doctors or counselors or anything right. like that, but when what people don't realize is um, sometimes that weight gain is is more than just dropping the weight. You need some kind of therapy too sometimes because yeah. what's causing you to eat like that and not really have any conscious decision making, like you're doing it because it's feeding the need that's not being met. Right. This is something we should be talking ourselves, you know, talking to somebody about how to counsel us. But I didn't seek therapy. I just kept trying to do it on my own. Going to the gym, trainer's not so nice. So I started my, my last visit to the gym. The trainer kept pushing me and pushing me. He was like screaming at me. I started crying. I left out of there. Oh my God. So now I'm working out at home, doing workout DVDs. At least I can do it at home in the privacy of my own home. At least I can be, you know, breathing hard, Without going being school. humiliated. Yes. In, in front in my living room. Workout videos were so boring at the time, Gwen. I mean, but you know, the, the, the people that I did like came much later, like Billy Blanks and, and Tony Horton, and those people. But before that, I was just trying on my own. I was getting B12 shots and taking all kinds of pills and starvation diets. I would drop the weight and gain it right back. It just kept, it kept being a cycle of dropping. So you, you were doing all the things. I did everything. I did everything that outside of me, but I didn't do anything right here. Wow. I didn't do anything about self-respect. I didn't know that I wasn't loving myself. I didn't realize that there was so many broken pieces of me that it just it didn't show up on the scale, but it was inside and it wasn't something that I spoke about at the doctor. I ended up developing irritable bowel syndrome and that was painful, like super painful. Felt like I had like glass in my stomach when I would eat certain foods. It was just like sharp cramps. I'm going to the doctor trying to see what's going on. I'm having migraines. My hair is falling out. My skin is going crazy. Everything all because of the stress and the overeating of the diet. I had a lot of meat in my diet, a lot of processed foods, a lot of pop, a lot of candy, just everything that made me happy. So finally, I just got tired. I got so tired of the back and forth, the yo-yo diet and it was it, it was sickening. I can remember not wanting to like when I would get off work and I had to go down a certain street and there was a hill I had to go up. That hill was like death every day after work. So imagine a hard day of work and now you're mad that you have to walk to the train and you're carrying all this weight. I'm trying to walk to the train. I'm sweating like I don't know what by the time I get to the train. So naturally, I want a snack. All this hard work, something has to make me happy. Where can I some popcorn on the way home? You know, it's not adding up to me that I'm constantly putting, I'm causing this issue. I'm just rewarding myself from right. the end of my day. And making it work. The very thing that you dread, you're making it worse. I'm making it worse. And so in my mind, I never thought that I would lose the weight. I never thought, I just thought, I'm like, you know, people are making this stuff up. There's no way people can stick to this. How do you just say that you can't eat this? How do you just not eat this and only eat that? Or how do you, and I'm just like, forget it. I, it, it was just a place of sadness, really. It, you know, it was, it, it, it hurt more mentally than anything. I would cancel engagements, parties, events that I was supposed to go to because I didn't like the way my clothes fit. It, it, it's, it's really mental. It's crazy because 
looking back and knowing how much I was so for sure that it would never happen for me. Fast forward, carrying the weight, many people that I was, you know, hanging out with, we were on the same page. We like to eat and party, you know, have drinks after work, that kind of thing, you know, constantly adding up more rewards. Yep. More weight after work, pizza after work, beer after work. You know, it's like the whole recipe for unhealthy living. And it, it just kept going around and around. How did you make the shift then? What happened that made you make the shift? So I, I, I don't know. It was like a, I'm sick of this. I kept getting like gift cards and different monetary gifts and things from work for being, you know, doing so well in corporate America. You know, I did, followed this project plan and we met this and we did that. So we stayed on this timeline and this is how we did it. We had to have this due by this date, this due. And this was the way we, there was yep. a lot of order. Yep. And I said, okay, you're getting all these accolades at work. They're paying you extra money because you're doing so well. Why don't you turn yourself into a project plan? I'm like, you're really good at following. Oh, I, I said, you need to, you need structure. You don't have any structure when it comes. And it was like, like, a, like literally it hit me just like that. I said, you need to see things in your face, like how you do at work. You need to see calendars and have deadlines. Boards. You have to have, yeah, I can relate to that. That's the stuff that drives me. It makes me happy. It makes me feel great about my day. I feel so organized and accomplished. It just, that and is. I said, you have to do yourself like that. You do so well with order. So here you go. You find that you eat mostly your bad foods at work. Now you need to start planning your foods to bring to work. This was before the whole meal prep phenomenon came on. I said, I'm going to bring all my breakfast to, to work for the week. I'll bring all my snacks to work for the week. I'm going to bring, because we had a refrigerator. So why can't I bring a big thing of salad? Why can't I bring five bananas? Why can't I bring a container of nuts? You know, why can't I bring five pieces of fish or five chicken breasts, you know, for those five days of work? I can have my food all day at work with me and I can eat on time, on schedule, like these project plans that we have to do. I had to keep thinking I'm a job and I have to work it. And my reward is me not being sad anymore. Me, I'm not knowing that all the time I'm creating my world. I'm not knowing that I, it's so, and I, I did lose some, some, some friendships, you know, because I wasn't the friend that could kick it like that anymore. I wasn't going to watch eating. I can't do what y'all doing because it's an unhealthy pattern for me. I couldn't control myself around them. They yeah. could they couldn't figure out why couldn't I just go and order my salad? Because I know because if I go with y'all, they didn't know because they were okay. What I wasn't. I was tired of not being okay with me. You know, so branching off again, creating my world. That's yep. how it happened. So I, I had everything lined up and I just started following that plan. I needed to see that I met these dates, these targets that I set. And I need, I had a little pink highlighter. I need to see my ex. I had to have it. And I saw it every day for whatever accomplishment. And so that's how the business name came to be because I had to separate. And I said, the, the way that you have to do this, you had to create your world. You had to create the mindset that you wanted to live in. And that's how the business name came to be. So I love that. So tell me now, like, what is your daily routine like now? Now, every day, so I wake up, first thing, pray. Secondly, I try to get to my workout first. I mean, second, I try to get to my workout second. If I don't get to my workout second, it's typically because I've let something from the night before carry over and it's on my mind, too tough. And I'm like, I'll get to my workout later. Some days I don't get to my workout, but I try to make sure that I work out at least three times a day. Okay. So 
Every day starts with prayer. Breakfast is almost always a CYW infused detox water, almost all the time. And with the development of the powders, now I've come up with another kind. It's so amazing. Like I put the the powders inside of the detox, depending on what type of powder it is. It is absolutely delicious. And it has so many components that really get your brain just there. You're just there, for, you know, the whole focus thing is there. So my day starts with prayer. It it always, most times it includes exercise, managing my fitness groups, doing my online learning uh, as a gym teacher and nutrition teacher. My whole world is health and wellness. So I just keep my task list going with dates attached to them and times. I love it because, you know, I'm a project playing girl, so I can relate. So in your opinion, why do you think entrepreneurs need to make health and wellness a priority? Because without it, okay, so okay, this this is this is this is the the the, the best example I can give you. Try it for a week and then don't do it anymore. You'll see the difference. You're gonna see the difference in your productivity, you're gonna see the difference in your level of focus. You'll see the difference in how patient you are, you know, your level of uh, irritability when, you know, certain things that happen every day. If I did not exercise, Gwen, I'd be a, I'd be pretty jacked up because <laughs> exercise is like it's medicine for me. Wow. And I noticed when I was unhealthy, looking back, everything was a trigger. People could get under my skin like that. You know, I didn't feel good on the inside. Okay. So as an entrepreneur, and wearing so many hats, it's imperative that I make sure that I feel good so that I can give you good. If I don't feel good, then I'm forcing myself. Then it's fake. Then it's not authentic. Yeah. I can't really feed you and tell you, you need to do this and do that. And I'm not doing those things. I, I can't, I can't sell it to you if I don't live it, if I don't believe in it. So as an entrepreneur, you need to just know that you need to take care of yourself if you want a good, prosperous business. Your brain is literally re releasing these happy feelings that just pour over into your work. And then you end up needing like less sleep. I don't know what the, the whole connection is to it, but it's there's there's something that's happening inside the brain that you're getting more energy throughout your body. Your stamina is like through the roof. But when I don't exercise, I find myself getting tired quickly. Oh, so good, because you mentioned something about your productivity increasing. And that is so true because I know when I'm being more consistent with exercise, like getting up first thing in the morning, going outside, getting my walk in, having some quiet time, I can tell the difference in that than when I don't do it, when I'm inconsistent. And so yeah. even as a person who was diagnosed with an illness years ago, taking care of my health, I had to learn was a priority, right? But my body had to teach me how to do that. And so I think for entrepreneurs, just making that a part of your everyday routine, making that a part of your process. I'm a process girl makes mm -hmm. it make more sense. And right. you're taking care of you because the thing about it is if you're not well and you're not healthy, your business can't run nowhere. There are many people that are running their business that they, they could care less about eating right or exercising and they're doing very well. So those are the kind of people that they'll come back and be like, you know, well, I'm doing just fine. I eat what I want to eat. I don't like that food. Yeah, what makes but I wonder, but I wonder how much more productive. I wonder how much better it is. That's why I said you could be if you were doing it. <laughs> 
And here's the thing about that too, though. We can do that for so long. Like we can get away with that for so long, right? Like in our 20s, we could drink, we could we could party all night and still get up and go to work and perform like nobody's yes. business. Yes. However, at some point that is going to catch up with you. Absolutely. So it's going to affect you. It may not be affecting you right now in this moment, Mm -hmm. but at some point it's going to come back to haunt you. And that's a science thing. You know what I mean? Like that's been proven. So yeah, they might be, they might be okay for now, but long-term, what is that going to look like? Mm -hmm. Cause you have a lot of people who didn't take care of themselves. Right. And that's the majority of the end of their lives in hospital beds or at home or whatever, having to try and figure out how to take care of themselves. So Absolutely. at some point, something is going to suffer. I'm just saying. True. And and that's that's one of the hardest parts to try to get people to be proactive rather than reactive, because yeah. you can only see right now. A lot of people don't like to think about the future. They, they think okay. that they're fine. I'm going to be fine. And they just, you know, I promote healthy living and everything I do, even in the school, I, my, my kids know all about the importance of immunity, you know, the importance of building your white blood cells. I was drinking some some tea this morning and, and I was online and one of my students asked it, Miss D, what is that? And I told them it was the matcha, matcha tea. I think that's how you pronounce it, matcha tea. But anyhow, one of the teachers asked, how did it taste? I said, well, it tastes like a plain tea. But I'm more concerned with the benefits, you know, that are there. So it has like a great flavor. And I'm like, because of the benefits, because I know it's full of antioxidants, because I know it has all these natural disease fighting properties, stuff that can keep cancers away from me, stuff that's going to build my white blood cell count up so much that anything that's trying to like penetrate my white blood cells are like, don't even try it. You can't get up in here. You know, so I'm, I'm looking at stuff because of the benefits. I'm eating it because of the benefits, because. I want to be here. Like I like life. There was a point in time that I didn't like life. You know, I it, I hated it. You know, my children, people, my friends, my family, they're dependent on me. So it's my, my duty. It's my responsibility to take care of myself and give them the same things to teach them as I'm learning and let them know you don't have a spare body. We don't have any spare heart. We don't have a spare heart. It's important for you to get cardio in on a regular basis because your heart is a muscle and you need to exercise it. It's the engine for everything. So So I'm drinking that tea and they're like, but is it nasty? I'm like, I don't know if it's nasty because I'm drinking and I'm drinking it fast because I know it's, it's good for my liver function. I know I'm not spitting it out like castor oil, but I know that it's making my, my digestive tract like phenomenal. This is where everything is running through. Things out there that taste really good. You know, for people who can't get past that, like healthy eating can be really good. Like there's some good food. Like when I started it, I was like, you can actually eat some really good stuff and still be healthy. Absolutely. For people who, who that's a barrier for just find you something that tastes good if that's what's important to you. But I love that you're teaching the kids at an early age because I don't remember us having anything like that when I was in school. 
I didn't either. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to go back to the high schools because we didn't have that level of teaching. Our teachers, they just, my, my high school wasn't, the teachers weren't, weren't reaching for us. I'll just say that they weren't reaching for us in the way that I wanted them to. And so as I was in school and getting this diploma that I had no idea how I got it, it was kind of like given to me. I didn't learn again until I got to college, but um, I always said I wanted to go back to the schools and particularly the inner city schools, you know, just to give them that nutrition, give them what they needed to know about anatomy and physiology. I wanted to make science fun. I wanted to make health fun because health was boring. It, and really, once like, I, it was I, so like, I'm like, I don't even remember what we did in health class. No, I hated it. Absolutely hated it. I didn't like science. I didn't like any of it. Then when I learned it, I had to learn it on my own for my own health. My respect for life went through the roof. Wow. And I'm like, oh, my God, I know how to teach this and make it fun. I know how to make people attracted to it. But I didn't know that me getting my health together was going to turn into a job. When I started dropping the weight, people were like, what are you doing? How are you losing the weight? What are you doing? So I was just, I was going every day, going to work out on my lunch hour, or I was work waking up one hour early every day because I was a mom. I was in school working full time. So I had all these things. So where's the time? How am I going to work out? If I didn't wake up that hour early, which killed me lots of times every day, I would make sure that I took my workout clothes with me to work and I worked out on my lunch hour. The level of discipline that it took to lose this weight. I can only imagine. After doing that, that made me know I can do anything. All I have to do is apply that same formula to everything in my life, plan it out, stick to it, even in tears. Because if you're not dying, you need to be showing up. Cry. You have to, but make sure you get your pink X. So that's what I had to keep telling you. I had to get my pink every time. So people were asking me, how did you do it? I started training them for free. I was so excited. I just wanted to give it away. And and now I know now I'm, I have files on folks. I'm like, wait a minute. This is a whole business. Amazing. It really is. I, I turned it into a business and it's, it has evolved into so many things. I love it. So what are some simple steps? Because, you know, everybody ain't there yet. So what right. are some simple steps people can take to start the process of becoming healthier? You're right. It's not simple. It's not, it's not easy. It took me years to develop the routine that I have and the level of discipline that I have. So don't think that, um, it's something that it, it could come overnight for you. It could. Cause just like the decision that I made that I'm going to turn myself into a project plan, that decision, that pop just like that. And that's when you have to find what works for you. So. If you don't like the structured activity of working out, do something that's fun to you. You know, go walking, you know, have some hand weights in your hands, you know, do some overhead presses with the weights, jog, tennis, you know, whatever, whatever that sport is, jumping rope, something that's fun to you. I like more structured activities when it comes to workout. I like to get my workout done and be done. But you have to accept that, that there's a problem and you have to identify What areas, like where are these pockets of time? Because oftentimes that's what people complain about. They say, I don't have time to exercise. By the time I get home from work, I'm too tired to work out. Or my family doesn't eat the same thing. I don't want to have to be eating separate. All these excuses. When I tell you the way that I eliminated every one of my excuses was to wake up one hour early every day. I was the only person dying a slow death, but I didn't know that I was winning. I was like, really? I had to do it because my kids were going to be up. 
it's time to get ready for school, time to get ready for work. So where can I find the time? One hour early every morning before the house wakes up. I'm doing me. I'm getting my prayer in. I'm getting my workout in. I get my everything ready for work. Now I can do them. You have to learn how to put yourself first. That's the only way to do it. Because if you try to fit it in a routine that's already busy, you're going to struggle and it's going to stress you out even more. And you're going to be right back in the peace of line. I love it. That is amazing. Fanny, it has been a joy talking to you. I'm so glad you said yes when I reached out. Thank Thank you you. so much. Beautiful people. Thank you so much for joining us. I trust that you have been inspired by Fanny's journey and will think about how to incorporate health and wellness into your life so that you can continue to accomplish your goals and thrive in your business and your life. I would love it if you would hit the like button, share it with anybody else that you think might enjoy it and be sure to leave us a comment. Tell me what your key takeaway is. If you have any questions or tips or experiences you would like to share, drop them in the comments and tell us. And if there's questions, I'll be happy to answer them. Be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at your admin expert and subscribe to the email list on my website, yourvirtualadminexpert.com for even more tips, tools, and strategies. Fanny, tell the beautiful people how they can connect with you. You can connect with me. You can find me at createyourworld.org or you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at createyourworld LLC. And my email address is fanny at createyourworld.org. I love it. Thank you guys for tuning in and I will see you next week for another segment of Leading Behind the Scenes. Good night. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scenes. I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating review. I'll see you next week.